Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today End of Day Report. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Thursday, the 27th of October, and for the day, the ASX 200 closed up 34.2 points. Pretty good effort, up 0.5 of a percent to 6,845. It was a six-week high for the ASX 200. We opened at 6,829.6. We had a high of 6,873.8 and a low of 6824.4. So it was pretty much one-way traffic from the get-go, but we were off the top slightly. Interestingly, iron ore hit an eight-week low over the session today on the Dalian iron ore futures, but that didn't seem to stop the resource sector, which was the star standout performer today. BHP was up 2.4%. Rio up 0.8% of a percent. And South 32 even chiming in with a 3% gain. Fortescue not doing quite so well. They were down 0.4% on their quarterly production report showing increased costs and decreasing prices. But uh, remarkable, the resource sector uh, managed to hold up as well as it did, uh, given the headwinds from that Dalian Iron Ore futures. We also saw the gold stocks doing well today. Northern Star up 4.3%, Newcrest up 32 and Evolution up 4% with uh, the likes of Perseus up 5.6%. Lithium stocks made a little bit of a comeback today. Uh, Not huge, but a little bit. Pilbara Minerals up 2.6%. And we had Liontown up 0.3%. Nothing very exciting. IGO finished down, and we had Alchem up 0.8% there. Mineral Resources hit a uh, 52-week high today, but did come off, closing down 0.4%. In energy stocks, once again, Woodside pushing on up to 36 bucks, 3.2% better. Santos, 2% better there. Whitehaven Coal up 3.3%, and we had Yankol up 1.7%. So all good news in resources, but not quite such good news in the banking sector. Today, we had ANZ numbers out, which the market seemed to like initially, but then got a little bit spooked about. Uh, they were down 3.3% on the back of that. Westpac was down 1% and NAB's down 0.3%. But CBA, which is the outer cycle bank, was up 0.4% of a percent and doing well, uh, bucking the trend from the other three. The big bank basket pretty much unchanged, $183.08 down from $183.33. Uh, Macquarie managing to eke out a small gain of 0.3% of a percent ahead of numbers tomorrow. Suncorp doing well. Insurers generally doing okay at the moment. Suncorp up 1.6, QBE up 1.1, and Insurance Australia edging up towards 5 bucks, up 1%. Medibank Private managed to stay steady today. No more news, of course, on the, uh, the cyber attack, but uh, they were unchanged on the day. Looking across at the industrials, it was a pretty mixed session, really, for industrials. CSL eked out a 0.2% gain. And we did see Ramsey down 0.8 of a percent. REITs pretty flat. Mervac down 2.3. And Goodman Group down 0.1. Transurban, though, doing well today, up 1.3%. Seen a bit of director buying there. Not huge, but enough to uh, certainly give uh, the buyers some optimism that the guys are putting their money where their mouth is. They were up 1.3%. Telstra uh, down at 1%. Woolies slightly better, up 07 
and we did see West Farmers up 0.4 of a percent. Tech pretty much uh, stuck in the groove at the moment, uh, but we did see the All Tech Index up 0.7 of a percent there. In corporate news, of course, it was ANZ that dominated proceedings, but we did also get the quarterly report from Linus, which had a a screamingly good day. They have been under a bit of pressure recently. All water under the bridge, though, today. 5.6% higher for Linus as they uh, talked about their water issues up in Malaysia. And uh, Core Lithium missed out on uh, an offtake agreement with uh, Elon Musk and Tesla. That stock fell 5.2%. That was my high-conviction stock uh, back from FinFest at $1.16. Uh, currently 138, so still doing it okay. We bit Nano though had a really good day today. They soared, uh, they were up 25.5% uh, today on the back of another step along the RERAM road. And ACL, well, they did their ACL today, they were down 5.4% as they suggested to the market or reported to the market they had also been under a cyber attack on their data. On the economic front, it was all about who could uh, grab the headlines as far as the economists go, following that 7.3% rise in inflation yesterday. Uh, a couple of the uh, high-profile people coming out with half a percent is now their forecast for the RBA move next week, most of which, of course, got it wrong last time out, so maybe they'll get it right eventually. Enough monkeys and enough typewriters, eventually you get Hamlet. Uh, Asian markets mixed at the moment. Japan down 0.1. Hong Kong still looking okay. Up 1.7. China down 0.12%. And 10-year yields lower at 3.87%. So come off quite a long way there. That's certainly helping our market today. In terms of the winners are grinners today. Let's run through the big cap winners. We had a bunch of gold stocks doing well today. Remelius Resources, RMS, up 8.4%. Silex. Uh, back in the green, up 7.4%. SLX, the stock code there, back above three bucks. Samphire Resources, SFR, up 7% today. Regis Resources, RRL, up 6.85%. Hanson Technologies, HSN, up 5.8%. Nickel Industries, NIC, up 5.6%. Perseus, PRU, up 5.6% as well. In the naughty corner today, Eluca not doing so well, that uh, down 6.3% for ILU. Australian Clinical Labs, ACL down 5.4%. Core Lithium, CXO down 5.2%. Bank of Queensland fell 4.8% today, but before you all panic, they were ex-dividend. So they're only down around 13 cents over and above the dividend. Strandline Resources also eased today, STA down 4.7%, and Calix coming back to earth after their really good run recently, CXL down 3.9% there. In terms of positive sectors today, well, it was uh, resources really where the action was, iron ore, gold miners, energy, oil and gas, and insurers all doing well, Whitehaven up 3.3% in the coal stocks. In the negative sectors today, well, it was the big three with CBA missing out on the negativity. And we also saw REITs not doing quite so well. And Aristocrat under a little bit of pressure as well, down 0.7%. Oil prices slightly eased in Asia. We do have iron ore futures falling with that Dalian benchmark hitting an eight-week low. The Alltech index closed slightly higher by 0.7 of a percent. 
Gold falling back. This is uh, the weird one. Gold in Aussie dollar terms is falling back to 25.57, yet the gold stocks are all moving higher. Bitcoin higher at 20,757 US dollars a fun token, and the little Aussie battler dollar was up to around 65 cents, with the 10-year yield lower at 3.87. Currently, we have Dow futures uh, up around 140 points. Nasdaq futures up around 52. We do have the Apple results tonight, so we'll see how they go. European markets expecting to open a little bit easier. Uh, Credit Suisse results out and pretty nasty, I have to say. Not a particularly good result from Credit Suisse at all. It's talking about drastically restructuring the investment bank yet again. Major movers and shakers today. Well, it was gold, gold, gold for Australia. Gold Road up 5.2%. CIA, Champion Iron. Not sure why the iron ore stocks are all rallying quite hard at the moment, but they are. Champion Iron, CIA up 4.8% today. Interestingly, that Dalian futures price hitting that eight-week low and iron ore stocks pushing up continually. That, I'm sure, will finish at some stage. BTH, Big Tin Can. Well, they rattled the Big Tin Can today, that's for sure. Up 24.5% on their quarterly report. So clearly the worst may be behind them for that one. RED, Red 5, also having a good day today, up 12.9% on a quarterly update there from the company with their King of the Hill project. Nitro exploded higher today, up 7.5% on the back of media speculation on a potential takeover. Similarly, Tyro, looks like uh, NABs have decided to take their bat and ball and leave the building as they can concerned about ACCC issues. That stock fell 3.0% today. And Core Lithium, uh, all the punters were long that, hoping for a positive announcement from Tesla in terms of an offtake agreement. Uh, no such luck, down 5.2%. But given uh, the strong demand, strong pricing, and the fact that these guys are funded anyway, it's hardly a big miss uh, not being in bed with Elon Musk. But of course, it does look good. Uh, when the punters are in there. MAY had a bad day today. Melbana Energy falling nearly 21% to 6.1 cents. They've reached total depth at Zapato. And ESS, which is Essential Metals, fell 12.8% today on the back of their assays from Pioneer Dome. And a stock TBR, Tribune Resources, and was down 6.2% today, not on very many shares. 21,000 shares, uh, quarterly report there. Speculative stock of the day today was Co, uh, COB, Cobar, which was up, Cobar Resources, which up 136% before it went into a trading halt. Uh, they announced this morning, uh, just after the open, uh, recent high-stakes pegmatite project in Canada. And they have announced that they've gone into a trading halt pending clarification of that. The other one that was interesting was the one that we highlighted yesterday, WA1 Resources, which we did highlight yesterday. It was our stock of the day after a big, big day for those boys. Another big, big day for those boys kicking on again, 16.4%. They had a corporate presentation today. I wouldn't be surprised to see them tapping the market for some money given the rate of uh, velocity that they have risen in the last few days. 19 million shares traded in that one. In the news today, let's start with ANZ. Uh, They certainly uh, were a little bit um, 
A little bit on the nose after their results. First cab off the rank. They reported full-year results this morning. Statutory NPAD of 7.12 billion, 16% jump on last year. Cash profit rose 5%. We had a 74 cent final dividend and a full-year net interest margin. Well, it was a bit confusing, I have to say. Uh, in some ways, it was unchanged at 1.63%. In other ways, it was actually up to 1.8%. So pick one that you like. Um, also provided commentary on the FY23 outlook. The bank says it's well-placed to meet APRA requirements for capital reforms and funding needs are expected to revert to pre-COVID volumes. Net interest margin outlook for FY22 tailwinds are cited to include higher capital with an increasing mix of variable home loans. So that's uh, good news. Stock still fell. Linus, rare earths today. Full, well, first quarter production down versus previous quarter. Challenging outlook. It outlined a difficult outlook, citing continued significant operational challenges, which include a complete outage of water supply in Malaysia. They also pointed to an increase in costs in the Kalgoorlie Rare Earths Processing Facility, about 15% over the initial budget. But that didn't seem to stop the stock, which was up strongly today, although off the top a little bit. A few weird things happening today. Uh, Linus was up 5.6%. Karoon Energy also reporting today. Uh, they reported first quarter production volume of 1.29 million barrels against 1.08 million barrels last quarter. Uh, lifted the lower end of its full year production guidance to between 7.5 and 9 uh, million barrels. Previously, the bottom end was 7. And Fortescue reported first quarter total iron ore shipped 47.5 wet metric tons, which was above estimates, but it does appear. Costs are rising and prices are falling. Not a great combo, but the stock only lost six cents, 0.4 of a percent. And corporate travel today, uh, they affirmed guidance unchanged. Revenue 810 adjusted EBITDA of 265. And we did see, in terms of corporate travel, the stock did swoon a little bit earlier, got down to 1661, closing at 1747. Uh, JB Hi-Fi, first quarter sales update shows continued sales momentum, strong sales growth over three years. And Newcrest today released a third quarter report with copper and silver production falling to 362,000 ounces and 32,000 ounces respectively. Didn't stop the stock from going uh, slightly better though. So um, that was uh, interesting there uh, for Newcrest considering the gold price in Aussie dollars is down. Economic news today, well, it's a race to see who can get the most uh, aggressive rate rise in. Uh, both um, We saw both Westpac and Baron Joey calling for a half a percent rise next week on Melbourne Cup Day. Meanwhile, in Asia, South Korean growth has weakened. And in Europe uh, and the US, Musk has told his Twitter staff that he doesn't plan to sack 75% of them after all. And Rishi Sunak has reinstated the fracking ban in England. And one U.S. Senator, Sherrod Brown, has sent a letter to the Federal Reserve Chief Jerome Powell expressing concern about the impact exchange rate hikes could have on employment and those Credit Suisse numbers in focus. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great evening.